Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Slivka, and today's special guest, I have JP, um, and he hasn't been doing his podcast as of lately. He's been dealing with some th- um, personal stuff. I'll let him talk about that when we bring him on, but I just want to give everyone a quick reminder on the fantasy kayak fishing that's available on the Paddle and Fin Network. Make sure you guys get signed up. It goes all year long, and we're doing it in quarters. So you always have a chance to win, even if you get started late. All right, so let's bring in our guests here. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, Chris? How are you? Good, good. Uh, like I said, um, you haven't been doing your podcast lately, but that's because you've been dealing with good things, not bad things, obviously, in the personal life. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, a lot of life changes in the last couple yeah. months. Yep, and uh, you're just about done with pretty much everything that you had going on, right? Yeah, just about. Um, you know, for for the most part, everything uh, is back. You know, is in livable condition. So, uh, for those who who don't know, um, me and my wife we uh, purchased a home back in February. So in January, um, I, I took a little hiatus from the podcast. Uh, just because with going through, you know, getting everything in order for the mortgage and then, you know, uh, actually moving in and then, you know, projects left and right around the house to get it to where we're, you know, where we are comfortably living. Um, actually this week I'm actually lining up, uh, I'm getting everybody lined up to start doing the podcast again. So back, uh, Right back, uh, right back to it, but had to take a little time to get everything in order. There's a lot of projects, a lot of cool things to get done around the house too. You know, uh, stuff that we wanted to make. I, you know, before we came on, I was just telling you, um, we built a bar downstairs, and that's actually where um, I'm going to be doing my recording. But uh, I, I did uh, an epoxy on the bar top, so yeah. I just, I just did the flood. I, um, you know. It, 
it's it's like a three-step process. You got if you have wood, you know, you gotta sand it down nice and smooth, and then you lay your first coat, second coat, and then the flood is like the the very hard stuff. Uh, or when I say hard, it's like that clear coat that goes on top. So uh so yeah, now hope it cures the right way and uh within 24 hours, you know, be able to be able to use it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's always good news, man. All right. So I wanted to have you on today to talk because you're not, you, you do tournaments, but you're not like, uh, you don't do them for, to make money on them or, or to like chase a trail. You do them more for fun and as a, as leisure. And then you also do a lot of fishing out of the kayak for leisure pleasures because you said it, it um, it relieves you from the job that you do. So do you kind of want to talk about what you do for a career for people who don't know? Sure. Yeah. I'm a, so uh Chicago fireman uh, work on the West side of Chicago, work in one of the uh, roughest areas of the city. Um, so it's, we see a lot of stuff. Um, you know, we're, our car volume is very high. We average right now we're, we're picking up since the weather is getting warmer. Uh, we average anywhere from 20 to 25 runs in a shift. Uh, so we are, I mean, you're there for 24 hours. You're, you're busy for those 24 hours. Um, again, we're in a, in a very, uh, very poor area. Um, not a lot of resources, a lot of gangs, a lot of violence, uh, drugs. Uh, you know, unfortunately the area that I'm in is known as the heroin capital of the world. So we see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of our calls had to do with heroin. Then you get, you know, the gunshots and all the other stuff that goes along that area. But we also still get fires. So, <laughs> yeah. so still, still get to be a firefighter and go, go to fires once in a while. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I love, I love the area that I work in. It keeps me busy. Uh, you're, there's always, you see something every day on shift. You, there's, something new there's always lessons to be learned there's it's a great place uh it's a great spot in the career to uh to learn and, and grow at so i've been there in that spot for the last three years and then i was out on the south side of chicago uh for the three years to that so six years total nice nice so if you could how, how does fishing help you as far as breaking away from that because the way you explained it before is, you know, because of all that stuff that you do see on there, that's kind of some of it's like un unexplainable things. <laughs> but and, and you said that fishing is kind of like your your breakaway from that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the biggest things and and also some things, too, that I've been doing uh, outside of the podcast uh I've been working in collaboration with um, React, which is a organization founded by um, the Elwood family um, and uh, Ryan Elwood, who was here in uh, hometown Illinois. He was a lieutenant who, um, fortunately, he took his life, uh, you know, to suicide, and a lot of that was, you know, factors that came from this job, not having somewhere to put that, expecting to see all the stuff that happens and come home and expecting to live a normal life. So the first start when we break this down is your mental health. 
Um, you know, and I'm going to break this down um, in quite a bit of ways. So like I was saying, we, I was partnering with React and our local brewery here, Horse Thief Hollow, and we were doing a, uh, we're doing a police versus fire, but it's all for charity. And it's to raise awareness for mental health for uh, for police and, and firefighters and first responders. So when you, in any given circumstances in a 24-hour shift, um, you know, and I, I hate to use cliches, but sometimes cliches really get the message across. Um, but the cliche of, you know, what your worst nightmare is, is what we see on a day-to-day basis. I mean, we see the we see the dark side of things that people don't want to hear about, don't want to talk about, they don't want anything to do with because it scares the living daylights out of them, and we have to go and face that every day. So when you have things such as, and it's going to be pretty morbid, so your discretion advised, but um, you know, disentangled bodies, dead dead babies. Um, when you see multiple people injured from a senseless shooting, um, people burned to death, you know, in fires, we are supposed to go home to our lives outside of that firehouse and live everything, you know, as a perfect life as that never happened. So when I come home, most of the time it's going to sleep because we were up for 24 hours, but I always try to make it a point, at least within two weeks, to go fishing. Because when I'm out fishing in my kayak, uh, it is just me. It's the water. It's fishing. I can take my mind away from what was going on in those last few shifts and put it here and, and use that to help heal what I've seen, what I've experienced, it fills that gap of of chaos that was going on and brings that peace and balance back into my life. So that way, when I'm ready to go, I could go back to my wife. I can go back to the firehouse and have a clear mind. You know, I don't know how religious people are listening, but I do feel my highest connection to God and the power above is when I am out on the water. I feel that's where my I'm most connected and I can free off whatever feelings I've had or whatever thoughts I have and put it out there. That is my church. Um, you know, I, I don't get to go to church every Sunday, but you know, when I'm out on the water, that is, that is my church a hundred percent. So um, I hope that gives a little insight, and that's just a that's just a taste as to why you know fishing, you know, just it it it, it helps relieve that stress. And we're and obviously we're going to go on more and more down this rabbit hole. But just before we start going down that rabbit hole, at least that's where we have a level playing ground for people to understand. Yeah. So I mean. I know you guys see a ton of stuff, you know. I I hear when when you live in Chicago, you definitely hear it rather more often than anywhere else that you probably live. Um, just like so, you're saying basically that's where you go to kind of decompress and do. Does 
Do you uh, talk to counselors or does anybody that you know, is that a way of, of dealing with it? Or is it, is it harder to, uh, to seek out somebody when you know that they don't, they haven't been through what you've been through? This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Kind of. Yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, I have myself, I've personally, you know, and it, it I, <laughs> we were just talking about this at the fundraising event uh, for uh, the brew off, but you know, the, there's, it's kind of twofold. So there's a huge stigma because you don't want to go tell your boss or the people who have control of your job that, Hey, I need time off or I need something. I need, I need help because of the situation I'm in, you know, unfortunately the fire service and, and the, the actual city of, I shouldn't say the fire service in general, because we are trying to change the culture of the fire service, but the powers that over that have over the fire, the fire department culture and the way we condone our business see otherwise. So if I was, and unfortunately too, it's, it's taking a lot of bad things to happen to individuals while off duty for things to start changing. I hate I hate that that's happened, but we're now seeing because of more and more, we're starting to get more resources because we've started advocating more. But um, but when you go to your EAP, um, when you go to the ones that are tied directly to your job, you always run the risk of putting your job in jeopardy. And there, for the longest time, there was nowhere to put that you know what i'm saying there was nowhere for you to go and talk to somebody in complete confinement of the situation at hand so about eight years ago illinois peer illinois peer support group was created and that was a group of firefighters police officers and paramedics who came throughout the state of illinois um it was a no-cost counseling 
um, you know, therapy sense therapy session. Um, it was a resource that you can utilize to help, you know, talk through calls. You know, we have, and it doesn't happen all the time, but it should, you know, we have, you know, I should say almost every other call we go on should have what's called a critical incident stress debriefing, but we don't have the resources for that to happen. Um, you know, so if you don't have the resources, you have to seek out those resources for the longest time. They were not available. Now, for me, because those resources weren't available early on in my career, when I started when I was 18, um, I started back in 2010, um, actually 2009, if you want to count all the training that I had to go through. But 2010 and, and moving forward, there was no offer of any type of support. There's no no mental health. So a lot of the things you saw in your career in your early 20s, early, you know, um, early on, late, even late teens, you know, there was nowhere for you to process that. I remember my first hor horrific death I had and it was just, OK, put it somewhere. Keep going. And that was going on for the longest time until. And that was that was the way I knew how to how to do it was just put it away, keep going, put it away, keep going. And now that you know there's resources, and it came to the point where me putting stuff away and keep going was becoming way too much. Um, that I actually sought out, um, I sought the help, I sought the help myself um, through. Um, through a counselor, uh, and she specifically works with police and firefighters. She does not see anybody outside of police and firemen. So she, um, you know, she was very, very good. Um, only time I can't see her in person anymore unless I travel to Florida. <laughs> but uh, she still does virtual sessions. And, you know, it was a, it was a lot. Um, you find out a lot in your therapy. Um, and it, you know, but it the answers and, and the coping comes after, you know, after that. And now it's now I'm at the point where, you know, okay, I understand and not, you know, things are things are better. Things are there's a lot more clarity. But at the same time, she's still there as a resource as, you know, to dose as needed. Because, you know, there's times where, you know, there's calls that still get to you. There's there's sometimes you could understand why things happen, but you still need someone to talk to and and you don't you know you don't want to lay all the problems out to your significant other because again my wife's a your grand my my wife she works in a very rough area too and she sees the children in that aspect there's things she can't understand that i do at my job and that i see at my job just like i don't know all the aspects of her job as well so but yeah there but so to to really answer your question, as of today, there's more outside counseling available where you don't have to go through an EAP and have true um, confidentiality and trust the things you tell to someone else versus where it was 10 years ago. So basically, they're more open to people getting help versus, versus how they used to be. Because I, I know there's a certain time... I don't know how true it is. Obviously, you know more than me, but where getting help or asking to go talk to somebody was like a bad thing. Yeah, that was that was ten years ago, and you know, let me put it this way, Chris. Unfortunately, still 
you know, it, it takes advocating. So it's taking voices like ours and people who've been affected by it, especially the families who've been affected by first responders who have committed suicide um, to get help for us because that wasn't there. And it still comes with some resiliency from the city and, and to your employer. It has to go through certain loops in order for it to happen because the last thing this, the city or any village or anywhere wants is to be sued by somebody else's actions. And, you know, this is a horrible statement, but it's absolutely true. Profits over people. You know, oh, yeah. as 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 much as I love the fire department, I you know I love working for it. They are ran by the city of Chicago, just like anywhere else. They're they're ran by a municipal um, you know complex. So if they are ran by a municipality, they're the municipality has to make sure that they don't lose their their end and their money and get sued for something legally. Because if they do and they lose money, now it's oh we well we can't offer you this anymore. Yeah, I get that. So, how do you feel? Obviously, we, we heard about all the bad and everything. How do you feel like people going, just people going fishing in general, helps? Like, you, you explained how it helps you, but how do you feel it helps other people? Because you keep seeing more and more groups come together to do like fishing events, like you're talking about, like mm -hmm. what you guys are doing. Why do you feel like fishing helps helps people with their mental aspect oh. from the job? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give you a perfect example. Um, you know, last week we were down at Newton Lake, and it was myself and a couple of a couple of guys from the fire department and uh, the um, one of my buddy's brothers, who's a cop in Addison. Now, granted, we were all first responders. But take that aspect out and count us as regular people. I mean, when you are chasing after and smashing your PBs twice in one day, you're catching a boat ton of fish. The bass are just chewing everything you throw at them. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. You are completely in the thrill of the moment of fishing. And everything kind of gets blocked out. And you just for, for that, those few hours you're out on the water, you know, that's heck you can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. And I I'll tell anybody, you know, that you, you start making your mind go elsewhere, right? So, you know, it as a fisherman, it's just as well as I do the preparation it takes the, the time it takes to start scoping out spots, understanding uh, the time it takes to figure out a pattern and start understanding a pattern. And once you put that pattern together, seeing the success that builds off that pattern, you know, from lure selection to line selection to everything else in between. It's literally when you start fishing and catch, and I'll, and I'll say this every day. I, I, as much as I love fishing, I'll throw a million casts for one big fish versus a dink fest all day, but dinks are fun to catch too. But, but the preparation and time you put in for the hunt to catch those fish, you know, you're, you're enjoying the fruits of your labor for that. And I think anybody, whether you're a first responder, um, you know, your everyday, you know, everyday Joe, um, you know, it, you can't, you can't dispel that feeling. It is awesome. It is absolutely awesome. Yeah. yeah. So what, what, 
We're we're going right about twenty minutes. What you said? You mentioned a program that you guys are doing. Do you kind of want to go into that and explain that for people who might want to get involved into that? The the hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. The bruise program we said. Oh, okay. So yeah, th- so that's complete. Yeah. Um. So honestly, it, it really has nothing to do with fishing. But yeah, I'll absolutely talk about that. Um. So it is the it's um at Horse Thief Hollow here um on the south side of Chicago. It's on 104th and Western. Uh, it's a local brewery. Um, and so with that. Um, actually, how I got involved with this was there was a uh, I, there was a flyer that was out um, looking for first responders if they wanted to craft beers. Um, sure. <laughs> so I signed up. There was actually 14 firemen and like 30 cops that signed up. And the owner of the brewery, uh, you know, you filled out a little survey. Owner of the brewery handpicked the seven. So I was I was picked out uh, of this one of the seven. And myself and a few other guys, we are the ones who came up with, um, and for all your beer drinkers, it's a smoked Bach. So Bach-style uh, lager with the, some cherry wood smoke notes in it. So it has a very – it's a multi-smokier taste, but very smooth and rich. The cops did a uh, Heffenweiss – I'm sorry, a Helles. They did a Helles, uh, very easy-drinking um, easy drinking, uh, Pilsner that they created. So um, Saturday is the release party. And so the cops organization is called Bank the Blue. Um, they And Bank the Blue, just like React, is the same way. It is a whole different set of people who help and assist officers uh, in counseling uh, free of charge. They don't – there's no money. There's nothing asked to it. And – this is their fundraiser to help raise money towards their charity and then uh, help raise money for react as well. So they, we sell the cans um, of the beers, they're two pack. So you get one of the, uh, our beers called hold the line and the cops beers are uh, RDO uh, canceled request days off canceled as being from Chicago. You you hear that on the news all the time. The cops getting their days off canceled. So, you buy the two pack of beer, uh, so essentially two dollars from one dollar from each can goes uh, to the foundations, and then uh, yeah, so and we have I want to say forty five hundred cans of each, and then we also have ten kegs that were tapped of each, so twenty kegs 
and a dollar of each um a dollar of each uh glass poured goes to the charities as well okay that's good yeah that's a good program so yeah and again it's all and it's all at may i don't know if you know either but may is mental health awareness month as well so yep um you know this this was timed out to be released uh for that as well okay that's nice so is there any other programs that you before you get into sponsorships because i know you got them <laughs> um, is there any other programs or anything that you want to plug just in case there are people out here who do who are seeking out things to do or ways to help them uh yeah so i mean you know it, there's a lot of different things we have um have available uh to us that i kind of have my hands in the one thing uh chris you you're going to be there for it too um uh, is the heroes on the water chapter with uh Rocktown. Yep. So Heroes on the Water, what it is, um, we get first responders and veterans. Um, we get them out in the kayaks, get them, you know, it's just for them, a way for them to get out and experience um, kayak fishing. You know, they may not have the opportunities or resources to do it, and we provide that to them. Uh, we have that going on May, what is it, May 15th, 15th and June 13th, or June 12th. June 12th. Yep. Both, both are Sundays, and that's going to be at Rock Hood State Park. So we have those two going on. And then um, another event that is in the works right now, um, myself and the guys I went down to Newton with, we are planning on making a – just kind of like how the, uh, brew, the brew off went with the beers, we are planning on doing a police versus fire fishing tournament. And it's going to be op- – we want it to be open to both um, kayakers and boaters too. So we are working on permits. We're working on location. Uh, but just know we're probably aiming to have it um, in September. And if we can't do September, then we're going to try to pull for a permit for next year, um, Right, try to get it during the pre-spawn. And it's going to be here in Illinois. Even with everything going on with – uh, the Department of Natural Resources and their crazy taxation. We still want to keep it in Illinois. And then uh, again, same thing. We want to do, um, you know, and it's going to be. Oh, it's not just it's not just police and uh, firemen doing it. It's open to everybody uh, to do to participate in this event. Okay, that's nice. Um, yeah, I don't really have. I mean, you hit on pretty much all the topics I wanted to hit on. Kind of well, number one, get awareness out there, and number two, kind of get your perspective on things that you are in. It's better to ask someone who does do it every single day for a living versus someone who who you know doesn't really know about it, just kind of knows from outside sources. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I got you, Chris. And um, you know, and, and that's to and again, that this is to anybody listening. You know. I, I have my, you know, we, we've developed our resources for first responders. There's also resources out there for civilians, um, you know, and, and it, I get it, you know, I, I get that it can be hard to talk to talk about these situations and you, you feel vulnerable, you know, and we, and I, I, I've been in that place where I, I felt vulnerable going, trying to talk to somebody, 
but it saved me from going down a very bad path. Um, and, you know, f- for those who are on the verge of, you know, should I, should I not talk to somebody? Should I just put it away and, and keep dealing with it? You don't have to live with it. You don't have to deal with it. You, you can, you can talk to somebody and get the help and get, get it back on track. Yeah. There's, there's always, there, there's never, there's never nobody out there who's willing to help you and, and listen and, and get you where you need to be. Yep. I agree. All right, man. Uh, you we're at 30 minutes. I've been trying to keep these around 30 minutes. Oh, cool. So, um, any sponsors you want to shout out or anything that you want to shout out that you're doing personally? Sure, yeah. Uh, give a shout out. Uh, shout out to Paddle and Finn. Uh, shout out to Rocktown Adventures. Shout out to Stretching Lines, uh, Wicked Weights, and TRC Rod Covers. Nice. It was good talking to you, man. Yeah, Chris. It's always to, good. I can't wait to get uh, get out on the water, dude. Dude, this weather's been horrible here. I it's know. been absolutely horrible. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to go out today, and it, it is 33 degrees outside right now. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah we, we can't catch a break, man. No, we can't. <laughs> I just might start driving south again. <laughs> yeah. so. All right, man. Have a good All one. All right, buddy. Take it easy. You too. Talk to you. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.